0: Everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shea Pate. Now, this intro is called Rise of the King. And since men, we look at you as kings, I thought this would be so appropriate for my fantastic Fellas Friday. So, fellas, Rise of the King is dedicated to you, and I hope you guys enjoy this fantastic Fellow Friday episode. Hey everybody, the person we're going to talk about on this Fantastic Fellows Friday is Olympian superhero in the water, Caleb Dressel. And the reason why I wanted to do him on this Fantastic Fellows Friday is because he has accomplished so much in the Tokyo Olympics. And it was really cool, his story about how he just got married and his wife was like, one of his biggest fans And I liked when he won his first medal They showed the wife and the family And he was just talking about as a team How she's helped him get through these rough times And when I'm saying rough times I'm not just talking about COVID But as I said on Monday A lot of the people Not just um, Olympians But a lot of people in the Olympics were going through a lot of mental illness and mental illness is being talked about more and more, which I'm glad because as I said before, it used to be a taboo and a lot of people are experiencing that and not just athletes and celebrities, as I said before, but everyday people. But I really loved the um, interview that I heard him do with Stephen A. Smith. Stephen has a show. I think it's called Stephen's world. And, um, he interviewed him and I really liked some of the excerpts from the interview. So after um I just read a little bit about Caleb Dressel for those who don't watch the Olympics or didn't watch the Olympics or paid attention to any of the things that he accomplished. I just want to give you a little background information on him. And as I said, he represented Team USA as a swimmer and he specializes in the freestyle and butterfly sprint events. And he represents Cali Condors, which, look, there's so many teams outside of the Olympics that we don't know about to kind of prep some of these athletes to go to the Olympics. Now, and it says that he represents the Cali Condors, which is a part of the International Swimming League. See, I didn't even know there was an International <laughs> Swimming League. And that's why I like when I do research, especially on events like this, I get to find out a lot more about them and their background that a lot of people don't talk about. Now, he won seven gold medals at the 2017 World Aquatics Championship in B- um Batapec. Budapest and a record eight medals including six gold at the 2019 world aquatics championship now the thing is he has done a lot before he even got to the olympics so he really would know the pressures of preparing for events and the stress and anxiety and mental health and you know he is a seven-time olympic gold medalist and holds the world records in the 100 meter butterfly both long course and short course 50 meter freestyle short course and 100 meter individual medley short course he holds the american record in 50 meter and 100 meter freestyle and in 50 meter and 100 meter butterfly all long course he also holds the short course record in 50 yards and 100 yards freestyle events, the 100 yard butterfly and the 200 yard individual medley and formerly in the 100 yard breaststroke. And the reason why I'm reading all these statistics because I want you guys to understand outside the Olympics, all the different things he has accomplished. And as we talked about mental health and stress and anxiety on Monday and Wednesday, I was really glad this interview that Stephen A. Smith did with him talks about, you know, his understanding of it. And the more People to talk about it, as he said, and especially celebrities that can use their platform to get more audiences to listen, and people that are experiencing it themselves but may deal with it different. I thought he was like this interview was so perfect. I didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play two different parts of the interview. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but the beginning. I'm gonna play when Stevens like just raving about his accomplishments in the Olympics in Tokyo, but I wanted to give you the things that. May not have been mentioned. I don't know. Not in this interview, but I'm saying throughout all the different interviews because we were mainly talking about the Olympics and then he he has a section where he asked him about the mental health and anxiety and i was really impressed with his answer so let me just finish talking about a little more historic part of him and then i'm gonna play both of those interviews and i'm gonna play them back to back and the reason why i want to keep focusing on this is because as i said before it's so taboo now and we don't really want it to be we need people are going through this everyday people that aren't athletes that aren't celebrities they are going through it, and I want people to really not feel ashamed or scared to go and get help if they need it. So let me just finish reading about this amazing man, uh, Caleb Dressel. Now, at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, which was, of course, held in 2021, he won five gold medals, making him the fifth American in history now he's extremely young so as he tells you he plans on hey he he got some time and if he doesn't get hurt he got some time to make some more history now to be this young it's amazing that he's he's the fifth American in history to win that many in a single Olympics in the past 50 years now they name. A few people that I don't know, I know <laughs> two of them, uh, I know three of them, and they said Mark Spitz, which I definitely know, Michael Phelps, which probably most of you know, Matt B- Biondi, a lot of you may know, I know who he is, but the fourth person I don't know, his name is Eric Hayden so those are the other four. Look at those names and he's young. So I wanted to highlight him and I know the Olympics is over and it's not really about the Olympics as much as this, this week has been about mental health, but these are people that were experiencing it and talking about it. And I want you guys to just see how easy it is for anyone to fall under um, a situation where they're, they're experiencing mental health. So I want you guys to just, you know, Think of these three episodes as other people telling you they're just like you of your experience in it. You know, he joined Michael Phelps and Mark Spitz as male swimmers to win three individual gold medals in the same Olympics. He won his first three goals in the 100 free men, 4x4 free relay, and the 100 butterfly, setting a world record in the latter and that was during the Olympics. Oh, he is only 24, and he has won seven medals, all gold over two Olympics. So I just want to say, I'm going to clap and say bravo to Caleb. Because these are the type of people I like to celebrate and the things that they're experiencing in a positive way and the things that they're experiencing that the everyday person experience. Like I said, this week, I wanted to kind of tie everything in together because we started out with... Uh, mental mediation i mean excuse me meditation monday and then we talked about how some of that that affected simone Bowes had allowed suny lee who we talked about on wonderful women wednesday to compete and get that gold medal so i'm really excited to do my first week coming back after taking the summer break on mental illness but I wanted to use high-profile people and the Olympics specifically for people to understand it could happen to anyone you know I'm glad that Caleb mentions uh, Simone and Naomi because unfortunately being women of color they were criticized for that and as you know he's a white ca- Caucasian man And unfortunately, race sometimes plays a factor in what people will listen to. So maybe these comments will make people listen if they're not listening to the young ladies. So I want you guys to hear these back-to-back episodes of um, the interview that Stephen A. Smith did with Caleb. And like I said, he starts off just giving him his accolades, which he deserves, especially after what I just read and then going right into the issue of how he feels about the whole situation with the, um, mental health, rather, well, just check it out. How about that?
1: We now welcome in an athlete who has done something only 10 other Olympians in history have ever accomplished winning five gold medals in a single Olympics. He is the best swimmer in the world right now. And here on behalf of his partnership with Omega Watches, the one and only Caleb Dressel, welcome to Stephen A's World. What's going on, big time? How are you, sir? I'm good, Stephen A. I appreciate y'all having me on. Man, please, the honor is all mine. Five gold medals in this year's game. How was your experience in Tokyo compared to what you expect? You know, it was was exciting.
2: You know, I I do love racing, but those are never the highlights for me, believe it or not. Um, You -hmm. know. The part that's most special at every single one of these team trips is, is when Team USA becomes Team USA. You know, we had a, we had our camp in Hawaii. Um, and I've never been there, so it was great. I don't, just don't want to look over that. And then uh, we got to stay in so a pretty nice hotel. I mean, by my standards, it was pretty nice. Um, and then, of course, competing, you know, looking up at the rings, um, swimming in. It's the greatest facility I've ever been a part of. So, you know, I came there with a job. Um, I didn't have to execute perfectly. I executed as well as I could. Um, you know, I didn't have a perfect race. I didn't have a perfect swim. But I executed as well as I could in that moment. And I'm I'm happy with the outcome.
1: You came into these games with a world record, but no previous individual uh, uh, medals. But yet you won, obviously, three individuals, five total. I mean, when you put that into perspective, as you reflect on it, what are the kind of things that go through your mind right now?
2: Yeah, you know, I I mean, I I said before, and I'll I'll stand by it, I I never, I've never shown up to a meet uh, there to count medals. That's never been my goal. That's never been my goal in the sport, um, to be one person in particular, to be one record, to, to hit this medal count. That's never it for me. And I think that's why I'm still enjoying the sport and the challenges that it brings. Is because I'm still trying to figure the sport out. I'm still trying to go best times. That's, that's the chase for me. That's the fun part. Uh, I know I'll never have that perfect swim, but trying to go those best times, trying to execute as close to a perfect race as I can, and I've never even come close. And I'm fine with saying that. I didn't come close at the games. Um, and I think once I have as close to a perfect race as I can, maybe I'll hang up the goggles and call it a day. But, you know, I'm still young in the sport, and I'm still trying to figure out a lot.
1: There's a lot left for me to figure out. You know, I, I wanted to ask you what it was like for you because everybody's talking about how you got so emotional after you won the gold in the 100-meter uh, freestyle and your, your beautiful wife, Megan, she was there. I saw her on the tube supporting you. Your mom, your family, everybody was there. It was a beautiful, emotional scene. And I want you to put into perspective why you got so emotional because you were talking, you had alluded to it on television. You said, we've been through a lot this year. What were you talking about?
2: I mean, everybody, I think I was, I think everyone could have resonated with me in that interview. Um, you know, this year there were so many unknowns. There was so much, so much weight on my back, not from, not from anybody else. Well, yeah, from a lot of people besides myself, but that was what I cared about was I I wanted my first individual gold and it was in an event that I, what got me into swimming. I've been swimming hundred free since I was a little kid. Um, so that the, just how much pressure I put on myself for that race with the year that we had, with how controversial everything was to put it to tie it all together, in a nice little bow and just to be able to share that moment with my family. I mean, Megan's been through just as much as I have. You know, we mm-hmm. we moved in together after we got married in February and she really got to see the struggles. You know, this isn't. This isn't all fun and games. You know, I'm, I'm not showing up to practice to have a good time. I'm showing up to get better. I mean, the amount of times I've had my head buried in her chest with how frustrating the sport can get. And I don't, I don't expect people to, to see that side. You know, I want to put on a good show on them in the water. I want people to enjoy themselves and feel good about themselves with me, you know, me racing, putting, putting a good show on. But mm-hmm. the other stuff is the fun part for me. You know, the valleys, the mountaintops, that's the part where I really grow and learn in the sport. And that's what it's about. You know, as long as I learn something, and that's what I took away from these games. That was when um, that's when I considered it a success as if every swim, I took away something to learn and move forward. I'd be happy with it. But there's so many unknowns and being able to share that with my family. I'm a cry
1: baby. I'm a huge cry baby when it comes to my family and I'm fine with admitting that. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. My brother's nothing wrong with that at all.
0: Now here's the part of the interview where Stephen A. Smith talks to Caleb regarding anxiety and mental illness and prepping and all that and he was so honest with his answers i want you guys to just pay attention to this because this is just a person talking to everybody not just athletes but he's talking about specifically the question that steven asked him but check out caleb's response, and i think that this is just well put
1: You've been very, very open about, you know, just performance anxiety and what have you. And obviously, we've seen a lot of things going on, uh, lately. Naomi Osaka in tennis and the break she needed to take, uh, Simone Biles and what she was going through during the Olympics as well. Uh, what is it that you, that you, what is it that you'd like to express that you feel people haven't really, really said about these issues or just speaking about it from a personal level? Uh, how, how concerned are you about, personal anxiety, uh, professional anxiety performance anxiety and how concerned do you think we should all be
2: yeah I mean I I think everyone I think everyone deals with it and I, I mean athletes in particular of course but it's not something that athletes deal with and I, I think it is a problem and I think the more we talk about it the easier this discussion gets that it can't help someone so if you see right. Naomi and Simone you know kudos to them for openly talking about it, it can be sometimes hard you know especially uh, I mean guys and girls it can it can look it can look like weakness and I think that's the biggest problem. It's not so much feeling those feelings. Being able to talk about it is huge. And people deal with it in their own ways. I mean shoot, I I don't eat as swim meats. I don't eat as much I should say. I mean I'm eating something but I don't eat as much. It's it's hard to sleep at night. Um I mean shaking it's it's what goes with the sport. You know, for mm. me I approach it differently. That's what makes it exciting. Some parts are miserable. I don't enjoy every part of being being gone for a month and a half and you know competing when everyone in the world is watching Olympic Games. it's really not that much fun Racing is fun and afterwards it's fun if you get your hand on the wall first but there's a lot of parts that I don't like um, and it's just I call it baggage it's stuff that comes with the sport but I think the more we we openly talk about it I think we could help a lot of people athletes and non- athletes people in the workplace you know, Just normal day-to-day people, you don't have to be some superstar to be feeling these feelings. So to have the superstars talk about it, I think it makes it feel more human.
0: I'm glad that Caleb talked about everyday people because right now we're going through so much, just COVID in itself. But you got so many people who've lost homes and jobs and, and lives and Then you got people that still have jobs and homes and lives and they're stressed too. You know, you got industries that stress you out. I know me personally, I feel unconsciously I was going through mental illness and that's why I needed to summer off. You know, it takes a lot to make me what I call overwhelmed. And I was very overwhelmed with a lot that was going on. And I think the environment, especially in America right now, has made it a little more unnecessarily stressful. And mental illness is real. And as I mentioned in my previous episodes this week, there's a lot of organizations that can help if someone feels they need to talk to someone what well, mental, I'm sorry y'all, I, I thought I had do not disturb one. Well, I apologize. If someone else, um, I mean, if someone you know or yourself feels that you need to talk to someone, there's so many programs um, out there and some are free. So don't be ashamed or feel bad or embarrassed if you think you're going through mental illness if you just need to just take a break from whatever it is that you're doing like social media or watching too much news cuz the news can stress you out in itself i mean i'm speaking for my own self because i remember who last couple of years I was stressed every day because I knew whatever channel I turned on, there was breaking news. And that in itself is stressful to me. I'll say to me, I only can speak for myself. So I hope this week you guys had a little bit of fun um, hearing me back, but seriously thought about this whole subject of mental illness. I try to make things not just informative, but not Negative. I try to make them positive and try to be a person that gives the solution and not just the problem. And I really always want to say to everyone listening, I appreciate you. And I really, really am excited about 2022 because I think I'm going to finally go total live. I'm going to try. I mean, that's a couple months from now, but that creeps up on you. But I'm just saying, I really want you guys this week to just take out of all three episodes that if you're going through something, don't feel ashamed or embarrassed to talk to someone about it. And you may not want to go to a professional, you may want to just go to someone you trust as a friend. I'm um, an advocate for, you know, being a village. So if you need to go back to your village and get listening ears, advice, and not a professional, then do that. If you need to use your religion to do it, or meditation, or whatever you can do to relax yourself, do that. Because one of the things we know is that life is short, and so much negativity has been happening in the past couple years, not just in America, but all over the world. We need to just wake up no matter what our age is and try to find a positive way to just get through this. Cause stuff, stuff right now is still happening. Nothing, nothing is totally gone yet and we're still stressing and that's people for different reasons are stressing and some are unconsciously. I mean, I think I personally was one that was unconsciously until I just got so overwhelmed and I'm a fast-paced person. I do everything fast, and anybody that knows me, that's personally and professionally, and I was overwhelmed. So just get the help, guys, if there's some help you need. And like I said, don't feel ashamed or embarrassed because, unfortunately, a whole bunch of people are not only experiencing mental illness, but they're experiencing anxiety and stress, and, you know, eventually those type of things come into harming your body, you know, so just get some help, and I hope that these three episodes this week were informative and helpful to, if it's just one listener, then I feel I've done my job, but I hope it's more than one, (laughs) so I'm going to close out this episode with my extra. And as always, I appreciate you and just do what you need to do to just extend your lifeline right now because we know, as I said, life is just way too short. Well guys, this will end this episode and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's Capital A is in Advocacy. Capital L is in Ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, tune in, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404 855 7723, or you can send us an email at podcasthostshepate19 at gmail.com. And you know, my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.